Packing should be so much fun because you're going on vacation. But I know so many people dread it and you can end up overpacking or underpacking. And either way, it makes for a stressful start to your trip. So today we're going through all the best tips I've learned about packing for a trip. I'm talking about sending a box ahead of time to wherever you're going and the packing cubes I swear by. My method of packing is efficient and practical and not fussy or too complicated. And it actually makes packing sort of fun. Are you ready for it? Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Packing can be such a pain. I know a lot of people leave it to the very last night because you're probably dreading it. It's kind of frustrating. You have to make a whole bunch of decisions and decide what you're going to wear every minute of the day for the next few days. And if you have kids, you might be packing for four people or maybe you pack your husband or your spouse or whatever it is. You might be packing for more people. So it just seems like this tedious task that's a drag. You don't want to do it. So you put it off and trying to get stuff done before you leave. So it's the last thing on your list. But this is my very first tip. Don't pack the night before. You will overpack and forget stuff or underpack and forget stuff. So plan to do it a few days ahead of time. So you have the time also to pick up anything you're missing. That's the best when you know that you lay everything out and you know what you're missing and you're not racing around at midnight to try to find it and you can't find half of it. You can order it online or when you stop at the mall, you have a list of things that you're missing and you can pick them up and it's just not stressing. I also like to start with an overall list. Now, like I said, my method of packing is super efficient and I know people get all crazy with it. Mine is just really practical and I kind of do the same thing every time, but there there are certain things that I might not, that I just don't want to forget. I'll make a list for each person that I'm packing for, like make sure each person has these specific things. Sometimes it's the same for each person or it could be slightly different depending on preferences or whatever it is. But a lot of times I'll start with that list. So as I'm kind of doing my mental game plan, I'll kind of make a list of all the stuff that's not obvious to make sure I don't forget anything. So I kind of do that before I even jump into it, before I kind of like hit packing overwhelm. But I'm telling you, you just can't do it the night before. I feel like it just, you end up staying up late and you're exhausted going into it and you just feel hurried and rushed. And I love packing by by outfit. So for me and for the kids, I lay out each outfit. So that way, when I go and when I unpack, I'm not trying to put together outfits on the fly and maybe I don't have an undershirt for something or the right undergarment for something. I pack full outfits. And then once I get there, I could completely pull the outfits apart if I'm in a different mood or whatever. But in general, it saves me so much time when I'm on vacation and I can transition easily. I absolutely love being on vacation wherever it is and being able to just move quickly. So I like to get ready once in the morning and then have all my outfits kind of already paired up. So if you stop by your hotel room and want to do a quick change before dinner, 
you don't feel like you're missing out on time. You could be out having fun, trying to put together an outfit or having an outfit crisis, heaven forbid. It's just so nice to have it all laid out ahead of time. And if there's specific jewelry or accessories that I know will go for kind of just specific outfits, I'll put them with the outfits. I'll just put them actually in little Ziploc bags and I'll put them with each outfit. Now, if it's other accessories that I know that are my favorites or super versatile and would go with anything, then I'll put that in my nice little travel jewelry container, which my girlfriend just got me the cutest personalized one that I will link in the show notes. But it's awesome. It's like this creamy white leatherish material and it has my initials on it and it has an open up zip top and then a zip around bottom. So it just fits all my accessories, anything that I want to pop in there. And I said, like I said, it's not fussy. I don't have to like roll something or do 10 zippers. It's just a really good jewelry packing case. So I put all my major kind of stuff that I would just wear with any, with any outfit in the jewelry box or a jewelry pouch. And then I put the other things in Ziplocs that are really kind of, that I know I would just wear for specific outfits. So I really think that if you don't pack the night before, it gives you so much more time to think about the outfits, plan them out. And even though you might feel like you might do it, you know, for three nights, a couple hours a night for three nights, and you feel like, oh my God, I just never ending packing. But I'm telling you, it's so worth it if it saves you time once you're on the trip. Think about it. For most of us, we plan trips ahead of time, whether it's a month ahead of time or a year ahead of time, and you pay for it and you're looking forward to it. So for me, any extra minutes I can have on the trip enjoying something or experiencing something, I want it. And any stress I can avoid, I want that too. And I've also found by laying out specific outfits all together, I tend to not overpack as much just because I'm not just kind of throwing in all my current favorite items. I'm kind of piecing them together with outfits. And I'll even put together an outfit and then I'll put like an option of two different tops or two different tank tops or you know, I give it a little bit of flexibility. So it, I don't feel like I could ever be left without something. But just having those outfits already built and taking the time ahead of time to know that I like them and know that I'll feel comfortable in them for me is everything. Now, I use packing bags. These packing bags, I'm so obsessed with. They're Cal Pack bags. I get them from Nordstrom. You can get them online or at Nordstrom.com. And they're pricey. They're $70 for five pieces, but they are my favorite. There are five of them and they're all kind of different sizes. And one is solid colored and the rest have mesh on the front of them. So they're nice and breathable. But all pack our outfits in these packing cubes and outfits. So in one big packing cube, depending on if you know how bulky the clothes are and where you're vacationing, I'll put two outfits side by side in one of the larger packing cubes. So when I get there, I literally just unzip it and I I fold open the top and kind of flip it over the bottom and I just lay it out. So my unpacking process, like if I'm going for, you know, two nights or so, I won't unpack the whole suitcase because there's not that much stuff. I'll just kind of live out of the suitcase. But if I'm going longer than three nights, I always unpack the suitcases because I feel like doesn't take that long and it saves you time later and it just seems nicer. And so it's cool because you there, you don't have to unpack very much. You literally just take the packing cubes out, take the top and fold it under and then lay it in the drawer or in the closet or wherever you're putting everything. And it just works so well. This is the best 
for kids too, because I pack all their outfits. So what I'll usually do with kids is I'll lay out what I think. I'll lay out different outfits and I'll lay out probably double what we need. Then I'll have them come in and tell me. So if your kids are young and they don't have preferences of what they wear yet, then yay for you. You're not quite at the stage to where they have lots of opinions and you have to run it by them. So my two-year-old Parker, of course, doesn't care. He's cool with anything. But my girls, and I want them to, they have specific styles and specific ideas of what they want. And even though I pretty much know what they like and what they like wearing, you never know. They're seven and nine. Sometimes you just don't know. So I like to lay it all out and then have them come in and check. One trip, maybe a year ago, I didn't have them check it because I figured I'm packing all the stuff they wear all the time and what they like. But for some reason, they just didn't like the combinations of things or whatever. And we got on the trip and they're like, we don't like any of this. We don't want to wear it. And I mean, it worked out. They ended up wearing it and just kind of switched around pieces. But I really learned. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to have them go through and pick out and kind of say, I love this. I don't like this. And then I only pack what they like. Then once we get there, I unpack everyone. And if your kids are old enough, I put them in their own areas, which, oh, another tip before I forget, get different colors. There's like eight awesome patterns and colors of these packing bags. So I'll get everyone their own color. So for most trips, you would just need one set. And like I said, they're 70 bucks. They're not cheap, but they're the best quality. They wipe down super easily. I really, really love them. I've had quite a few different kinds before, and I just think these are the best and worth the investment. And so when I do, if you're going on a big trip, each person might need two sets of them. So you have 10 bags instead of five. But for most trips, I think, like I said, because multiple outfits can fit in the bags, one of them I just always do like socks and undies for everybody in the the one that's solid and the smallest one. And then all the other ones, I kind of do the different outfits. Also, not everything has to go in there. So if we're going on a beach trip and I'm doing like, you know, little board shorts, I don't need to put every board short in the packing cubes. I'll put those just in the luggage because they're super easy to pull out and put on a shelf. But anything else, any outfits or anything that goes together or stuff I just want to stay together, I put in their own packing cube. And then the kids, when I unpack everybody, I unpack it and I pull it out and they have all their cubes where their outfits all separated. So when it's time for everyone, like you go back to the hotel room, you're like, all right, let's do a quick change. 15 minutes, everyone's out the door. They can go to their stuff that we've unpacked, we've packed together and then we've unpacked at the hotel room and they can get dressed on their own and pick out what they want because the outfits are kind of already built and already put together. So that the only thing about packing the cubes with several outfits in them is if you do want your kids to kind of go in and get dressed, it makes it easier if each bag has its own outfit or maybe just two side by side, you know what I mean? Just to make it easy for them to get dressed themselves. But I found this makes traveling so much easier because, you know, if I'm trying to one-on-one get myself dressed and then all three of the kids, it just takes a lot longer. But my two older girls are totally old enough to pick out their own stuff and get dressed on their own. So it's really cool to have everything already laid out in the packing bags with the accessories in the Ziplocs with them so they can get dressed on their own. And we're just in and out that much faster. We can get up in the morning and everyone can get dressed on their own and just be out the door so much faster because it's just so organized and it's easy to see everything. And we're just not digging You know, when you have a big suitcase that you've just thrown a bunch of stuff in and you're just like constantly like digging through it, you know, like picture a dog digging through dirt and it's just all everywhere. Like nothing's folded anymore. You've got it all mixed up together. 
This is just the opposite of that. And it's not fussy. It's not hard to do. You just lay the outfits in the bags. And then when you get there, you unpack the bags. And so I just think it makes it so easy for you, for the kids. If you pack for your husband, it just makes it, it just makes it so easy. My other best tip is send a box ahead of time. I love this. I swear by it. It's probably my favorite tip out of this whole thing. So if you get anything out of this, listen to this. I always send a box ahead of time. And what you want to do is you want to call the hotel first and ask them, what do I put on the box? How does your system work? Some people just want your you know, attention, guest, and your name, or they want something specific. So I always call them, confirm the address, you know, let them know what that I'm sending a box and do I need to put my name, the concierge, what needs to be on the box, get the information. And then I um, pack the box. When I'm packing the box, depending on where we're going, I, I love it. And sometimes I'll pack two boxes. So if we are staying at a hotel with room service and, and restaurants and lots of options, I won't pack as many snacks but I always pack two boxes of cereal, like organic, healthy cereal that I don't mind them having any time. And then I pack those organic Horizon milks, the organic low-fat milks that don't need to be refrigerated. So I'll pack um, a container of those, like either six of them or I'll, I'll do two packs of 12 of them, depending on how long we're going. And I'll put that in one of the boxes and two boxes of cereal. Then when we get to the hotel or wherever we're at, I just ask for three bowls and three spoons from housekeeping right away. That way, if, and, I, and then of course, when I get there, I put the milks in the fridge. That way, if anyone's starving right away, they can have cereal right away. Or for breakfast, a lot of times if we're going to be out for the day, my, the kids wake up hungry and they want to eat right away. And Craig and I aren't ready to have, you know, a meal right away at 7 a.m. sometimes, especially if we've, you know, been out and enjoying everything and eating and drinking like you do on vacation. So I love having this as an option. I'll also pack other healthy snacks, depending on where you're going. Again, if you're going somewhere adventurous and maybe you're going to go out for the day and you're going to be on hikes or you're going to go down to the beach and it's not always easy, like possible to find food, but not always easy and maybe not what they like. So in this box, in the food box, I'll also include snacks that they like. So healthy-ish packaged snacks that they like and that they'll eat and that I can pack in my bag once we're on the trip, things I can pack in my bag for the day. That way you're never stuck. I just like to think ahead and plan ahead so I can prepare for what is likely going to happen. So likely someone's going to be starving on the ride somewhere or on a hike or something like that. So I'll pack snacks for me to take in my bag during the day when we're out adventuring. I'll also pack um, my little chocolate bars. I love my vegan HU kitchen. Is it Hue or HU? I need to figure that out. But they're my vegan um, like natural chocolate bars that are so good from Whole Foods. And I think they're way more reasonable than they used to be actually. They used to be, I think, $8.99. And now I just saw that they were $5.99. But they're so good. The salty chocolate is my favorite. And the mint chocolate, I love too, but they're all honestly so good. And I find that, especially on vacation, I always want a little sweet. I mean, I always eat a little sweet after dinner, but especially on vacation. And a lot of times I'm eating so much more and drinking so much more than I would at home. So especially want to bring a little chocolate option. So I'm not always digging into the brownie sundae, which I believe in fully. Like if you're on vacation, you go for it. Like this is not the time to skimp. You, you know, 
eat what you want. You're on vacation. How many times a year do you really go on vacation? I really believe that vacation is like your birthday. Like go for it, indulge, eat, drink. But sometimes day after day, I don't even want the brownie sundae every day, but I do want a little something. So I'll pack my own little sweet treats or stuff for the hotel room. Like if I think we'll be in one night, I'll pop I'll pack like a salty skinny pop and a sweet kind of kettle corn skinny pop. So we just have popcorn in the room for a movie. I'll just pack stuff like that. And if we are renting a house or somewhere where there isn't room service or we're going to be preparing our own meals, then of course I'll amp up this box and it'll have more stuff. Like if there's a kitchen where we're going, I'll pack the kids healthy pasta that I make them or whatever else I can kind of put in there ahead of time so that I'm not trying to find it at the grocery store. And it helps me feed them healthier on vacation too. And again, I totally let them indulge and order whatever they want at restaurants. But you know, it's more like when you're at the house and having snacks or at your hotel room and not everything has to be a big production. I like kind of keeping them on the regular and I feel like they just function better if they're not having, you know, they're not having crazy fried food all the time. So rather than ordering fries at um, for room service when they just need a little snack, they can have the healthy snacks that we've packed ahead of time. So that is what I put in the snack box. Then in either in the shared box or in a separate box, depending on how long we're going for or where we're going, if it's a beach vacation or a snow vacation, the other box would be things like things that I want to bring myself, but would be too bulky in the suitcase. So they might be inner tubes and floaties and snorkels and masks. And I always ship the sunscreen and the body lotion. I'll even ship a hairspray because I like my nice full-size one and my full-size Aveeno body lotion. So things like that that I know I'm going to bring, I have extras of at home. It's not like I'm sending my only bottle of lotion and my only bottle of hairspray. I'll put them in a Ziploc and I'll put them in the ba- in the box because I feel like those things are just so heavy that it doesn't make sense for me to have an extra piece of really heavy luggage with that stuff. Now, the cool thing is a lot of the stuff that we're putting in the box or boxes is consumable. Like you're going to use most of the sunscreen. You're going to probably eat most of the food. So you might need to just send one box back or sometimes no boxes back, depending on what the situation is. But I think the key is, again, pack ahead of time. So that way you know for sure what you're bringing and the stuff that you don't use on the daily, that it'll be fine if you send it ahead of time or the stuff that's heavy, I would definitely send. Make sure when you send it, send it FedEx or UPS and put insurance on the package just in case. In the very unlikely event that something happens, I always want to put you know a dollar amount that's not just the kind of regular dollar amount, which I don't even know what that is. If the package were to get lost, if you didn't add extra insurance, is it $100? Is it less? Is it nothing? I really don't know. But I always will put um, a good kind of accurate dollar amount. And of course it costs a little more, but that gives me a little bit of peace of mind. Thank goodness we've never had any box lost in transit, but I always put insurance on it just in case. And I feel like the the other part of this is I just don't want to, go through the airport and be lugging stuff if I don't have to. And if you send it ground, depending on where you're going, of course, if you're going international, the box might not be efficient. But when we go to Mexico, if I send it ground, and listen, I always send the box ground. I send it a full week ahead of time. It's not that expensive. It's way cheaper than paying for an extra piece of luggage if my flight is something where is one where you have to pay for each bag. 
And then I always make sure that I call the hotel and tell them it's coming. So they know that it's on its way. And then also I track it and I call them to make sure they actually got it. That way, again, this has never happened. I think it's very unlikely, but I know before I leave home that they have the box. So in the off chance that it gets lost or it doesn't get there, I still have time to kind of get another set of whatever it is that I shipped. Again, that's worst case scenario. That's never happened to us. But I always send it way ahead of time, tell them it's coming, make sure they have it before I actually leave. Another key thing about sending a box is when you go to FedEx or UPS to drop off the boxes, have them print you labels for it to come back to your house. That's the best. And also get a small roll of packing tape when you're there. So I get a small roll of packing tape. I put it in the box and I put my prepaid labels in the box. That way I can absolutely send them back really easily. I just use it once I'm done on the vacation. I tape up the boxes with the tape I brought myself. I don't have to go hunting for it. And I put these prepaid labels on the box. And since I will likely be shipping back the same box and similar-ish weight, it's easy for them to calculate and they know all that stuff. They can do it. And then you just literally give it to concierge and they'll schedule a pickup from FedEx or UPS. So it's so much easier than it sounds. And I'm telling you, it's just, it saved me so much of a headache and, you know, physical exertion and annoyance of my husband. I think that because he's, he, my husband could pack in a backpack and go anywhere like a backpack. He's just a simple, awesome guy like that. He's very practical and he loves wearing black. So it makes it pretty easy. And so to him, my, the stuff that I want to bring is completely nuts. Like I think he, I mean, he absolutely thinks I'm insane most of the time, but especially when it comes to this, cause he's like, how could we need this much stuff? But he also isn't used to changing the kids and knowing how much goes into what they need for all the different things that could come up and they change clothes more often than adults. So, and he's also very simple. So in an attempt to not annoy him and make him go on the trip, super happy and not irritated, I really not try not to lug excessive bags. So I ship as much as I can ahead of time and it just makes it so much easier. So if you're going on a snow vacation, I would ship the boots for sure because they're big and they're heavy. We just got back from Aspen and I did two pairs of snow boots for each person just to change it up so they could not wear the same shoes every day. And if one ended up working better than others, they were kind of different for different occasions. So that was so heavy. I I shipped all the snow boots ahead of time because there's five of us times two pairs per person. That's 10 pairs of boots. Um, I want all that shipped. So that, that all fit in one whole box itself. Then I did some snow jackets. I didn't ship our nicest snow jackets just because it felt like they were just too nice to put in a box. But our other ones, kind of our thinner ones and our backup ones and all of our thermals I put in there just because it gets bulky and it adds up. So for a snow vacation, I think that's key to put in that box. And then, um, of course, if you bring your own helmet or goggles for skiing or snowboarding, it would be great to send that ahead of time too. So... The box is the best. I mean, it's the best of the best. If you haven't shipped a box yet, I think this will really help your packing and just make it so much easier when you're actually going through the airport and checking in bags and taking the bags off the carousel. Um, Just to not have so many is a huge difference. Now, my packing style is not this crazy, extensive, actual pack. I know some people get really crazy with it and it's impressive. Like, 
rolling and vacuum packing and folding in a tissue paper and categorizing. And for me, that just takes too much time. It's just a little bit too fussy for me. I need things to be quick. So I'll do a roll instead of a fold when it makes sense. And I'll really try to maximize the space, but I really try to be as efficient as possible. Also, when I'm trying to figure out what to pack, I look on Instagram and I look at people who have tagged the place that I'm going, the hotel and the city, if if it's somewhere that I've never been, and I see what they're wearing. I check the weather and I kind of just try to get a good feel of what we're all going to need. Now, this last trip, I really made the mistake. I overpacked, but not intentionally. I just thought we'd wear more going out clothes and we wear jeans at night, but it was just so cold. We really were just wearing a couple pairs of thermals and then almost like yoga pants on top of it. So I think if I would have kind of looked around more at what people were wearing and I wouldn't have overpacked as much and kind of packed wrong. Like 50% of what I packed for the girls and I was totally wrong. And I had no idea that it was going to be. It's just, I just didn't, I had never been to Aspen before and I didn't really look at pictures enough like I should have. So look at the weather and look at pictures. Instagram's a great resource because you can kind of see what people are wearing and get a feel of it and plan it out ahead of time. I really like to try to pick things that can be versatile day to night because I feel like, So often you don't need as much as you think you do because you don't always change twice during the day. You know, the day kind of rolls into night sometimes and sometimes you might need an extra layer to put on or maybe you put on a fancy jacket to kind of dress it up. But I've really found that you don't always need to have a full outfit change. And sometimes it's easier and more fun just to add a layer or add an accessory or something like that and not do a full change every time. I think it just doesn't always need to be that complicated. And I've really learned that the hard way over the years of overpacking. And you know how sometimes when you just have too much stuff, it just ends up being too much stuff. Like more is not always better because you can't get to anything because you just have too much. So look at the weather, look at what other people are wearing. And I think that will help you kind of picture yourself in this place if you haven't already been and just pack that much better. Also, I always pack a carry-on for what we will need that day when we land. I really only started doing this the past year or two, and I can't believe I didn't start doing it before. So whatever you're going to do the day you land, have on your body. So if it's a beach vacation, I always have flip-flops, bathing suit, and a cover-up, and a small travel sunscreen in my bag, just in case the luggage is delayed or your room isn't ready. There's nothing worse than going and opening up your big suitcase and digging through to try to find things. It's so nice if it's just in your carry-on bag. So yes, it adds weight to your carry-on bag and makes for a little bit more for you to transport, but it's so much better to have what you need for the day. That way you get there. It doesn't matter if your room's not ready, you can change and you can maximize the first day when you're there. So whatever you need the first day, pack it in your carry-on. And like I said, pack things that will transition day to night because you probably won't change as much as you think you will. Another thing I've learned over the years is to ditch the heavy stuff. More and more trips lately, I'm not packing high heel boots and lots of wedges and heels. They just take up so much space and they're not always that practical. Maybe I'm just getting old and boring and not as glamorous as I used to be, but I'm just over being uncomfortable and having so much to lug around. So I don't know, if it's something more casual, think about not bringing as many heels 
or as many things that are just going to weigh you down. Like I said, I always lay out my clothes into outfits so I can, so they're built already when I get there. I'm do that ahead of time at home and it just saves me so much more time. And then I don't always need the fancy shoes and a different purse to go with each outfit because I've packed all my outfits completely ahead of time. So I can just pick the, you know, two pairs of shoes and two purses that are going to match all my outfits because I already know what my outfits are. Another thing that's really important to not overpack is to weigh your luggage ahead of time. I'll link my favorite luggage weigher, but I think this is key because there's nothing worse than getting to the airport and your bag is, you know, five pounds overweight and you're crawling on the floor trying to move things around. It's just the worst stress. I don't know if anyone else's husbands out there get super irritated, but like to me, I really don't mind doing it. Obviously, I'd rather not, but it's just not a big deal to me. I'll always move luggage or move stuff around to save the $50. Um, but listen, if we can avoid it, let's, let's not start the trip on the ground at LAX as we're opening up our bag. So weigh your luggage ahead of time. And so you know that you're not overweight going into it. Underpacking. Underpacking to me is just as stressing as overpacking. But the cool thing is most places you go, you can buy what you need or what you want when you get there. And that can be fun too. And you get something new and it makes for a little adventure and a reason to get out and find something. So I think overall, if you can try to not stress too much, but that's just a fine line between not underpacking and not overpacking. Another thing that will really help you not be overweight is get a lightweight suitcase. If you're buying it online or in store, actually ask or look up how much the actual suitcase weighs. I've made this mistake in the past of getting a fancy suitcase I thought was so beautiful. But then if the suitcase itself is, you know, 12 or 15 pounds and you only have 50 pounds, that's a good chunk of it. So make sure you get yourself a light case suitcase, lightweight suitcase, if you don't already have one. Next, check the airline so you know what you're working with. You might get two free bags with your flight, so it might be better to spread out the weight over two bags because you have two free bags anyways, rather than filling one to the tippy, tippy top and risking having the overweight fees. And maybe it's so big that it's like a huge, bulky, cumbersome suitcase that that's difficult to navigate too. So look at the airlines, figure out what you're working with so you know, are you paying for each bag? Do you get one free bag or two free bags? And that way you can kind of plan according to that. While we're on this topic, spruce up your luggage somehow. I love customized hang luggage tags or luggage bands. There are so many sites that make really cool ones. Again, I'll link my favorite ones, but it makes it so much easier to spot your luggage when it comes out on the carousel and you really reduce the chance of other people grabbing your luggage by mistake. I mean, it's like a sea of solid black luggages zooming around. So spruce yours up, put something on it. And you can even use things you have in the house like ribbons or colorful shoelaces or stickers, anything like that. Something to spruce up your luggage so it stands out. No one grabs it by mistake and you can find it easily. And while we're talking about packing light, rather than packing heavy books, download them ahead of time and use them on your device. I would always bring a stack of two books and two magazines and it just it just weighs me down on my carry-on becomes so heavy and I have snacks in there and everything else. So if you can, download the book and just do it on your iPad or whatever device you have instead of bringing the actual physical books with you. Another way to lighten up if you're bringing a car seat is to get one of the cool compact travel ones. 
My husband just got the best one for this trip that we just took and I'll link it. It was really great. It just, it folds up tiny because we didn't rent a car this time. So we were having to pop in different car service cars or the hotel car or an Uber. So we just brought, it has like a shoulder strap and we just brought this car seat for Parker and popped it up. Now, if you want your full car seat or maybe your little one is younger and they couldn't use kind of one of these older travel seats, um, which my little guy's only two and a half and he was totally okay. I checked the chart and everything. He was totally good to be in this kind of fold up one. But if you have a baby baby, you'll probably want to bring your actual car seat, but get one of those really good covers. So you could actually check it in if you wanted to onto the plane rather than doing it as carry on. I have this great, awesome solid black cover that's nice and durable and I can fit my car seat for Parker in there and then a booster seat kind of on top of it tucked in and then I'll zip the whole thing up. So that makes it really easy to bring a car seat because I just don't like renting a car seat when we go places. I just, I feel like half the time they look like they're from 1980 and they've, you know, had 7,000 babies in them, destroying them. And I don't know, there's just something nice about being in your own car seat and knowing what you got, knowing it's the right size for your child um, is just really nice. So I don't know, I always like to bring a car seat. My husband always wants to rent a car seat, uh, but I like just bringing your own. So look at the notes, the show notes on this episode, and I'll link the cover so you can use your regular one or the compact travel one that we just got that was really, really great on this trip. I think overall, it really comes down to, like most things, planning and making it efficient. Ship all the stuff that you can ship ahead of time. Make sure you go through all those steps. Lay out your different outfits. Use your packing cubes. Make sure you get travel size of your toiletries ahead of time so you're not throwing all your normal stuff in at the last minute, really weighing you down. Another thing that I always ship ahead of time is I really love my blow dryer. And I have one, and the girls have the same one in their room, so we don't need two in the house. So I'll ship one blow dryer and one curling iron with the box because that is pretty heavy and kind of bulky too. So that's really nice because I always want to use my own blow dryer. And then I still have my own at home since I'll kind of be without it for a week while it's on its ride to our vacation before we get there. So that's another thing that I found works really well to ship ahead of time if you know you're going to want it. And if you have a full extra set of toiletries, why not send that ahead of time too? Just make sure it's really well zipped. So in case anything, you know, opens up or anything, it doesn't destroy everything else. But I love sending all that stuff ahead of time. I've become obsessed with it just because it just makes it so much easier. And if you want to be really bougie with it, a lot of hotels will actually open up the box. If your room is ready before you get there, they'll actually open up the box. And I think the last time I paid like $20 an hour and it only took them a little over an hour. So I tipped them and paid them $30 and they unpacked the boxes for me in the room and then took the boxes and stored them at concierge or in a back room, wherever, and then brought me the boxes back the day we were leaving. So if you want to be really fancy with it, that's the way to do it. Ask them how much it would be for them to unpack your boxes So that way, when you get there, you don't have big boxes in the room that you have to kind of open up and do. Sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't. If it's, you know, seems really easy and super reasonable, um, I'll say, sure, you know, unpack all the stuff, put it where it seems like it goes and then store the boxes for me. And then it's so easy when you check in. So that's another way that you can kind of take it to the next level. But overall, I've really learned that packing is about advanced planning and it's about picturing yourself in the place you're going to be 
and not overdoing it. I really am the type of person where I just overpack because I like I love fashion and I love wearing the different things and I love taking pictures, not for social media or for posting, but just to remember it. I make a photo book of every trip that we go on. And so having, you know, nice clothes, bringing the nice clothes that we have, or I feel so fortunate to have, you know, beautiful things. So it's so fun to bring them, but just finding that nice balance of not overdoing it to where it becomes a pain, a pain to lug through the airport and a pain to unpack and a pain to even like find what you want especially if you're going on a beach vacation, I think there's so many things that are so versatile. Like, you know, beach cover-ups can also be tops and you can just simply kind of add on to make what looks like a whole new outfit and add a hat or things like that. And it just looks so much different rather than having full outfit changes for every, you know, every event and every night. I just think sometimes it's so much more fun and freeing if your clothes are just more versatile and less of like a full-on change moment, unless you're going to a fancy dinner or you're celebrating an anniversary or a special occasion. But I think in general, I've really tried to pick things that are more transitional rather than just packing so, so much because we end up having coming home with more clean clothes than clothes that are ready to go on the laundry. And that's exactly what happened this very last time. So I'm telling you, the box ahead of time is key and just planning the whole thing ahead of time is really key to packing efficiently and starting out your vacation on the right foot. Vacation is supposed to be fun. And now I really think packing can be fun too. It should get you excited for your trip. And if you do it ahead of time, it won't be stressful at all. And you start your vacation rested and ready to have fun. Let me know what you thought about this episode and cheers to vacation. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.